The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Here's a trivia question they might get at some stage. Before today's nominations, nine nominations for the Banshees of Inish Aaron, which Irish movies previously had the highest number of nominations? We'll get Ron McDermott maybe to tell us at the end of this piece. Mm. Uh, nine for the Banshees of Inish Aaron. But looking at a lot of the, the categories it's in, Ro, I think it's going to find it hard, isn't it, to actually win many overall because they're up some very, very serious opposition. Yeah, the competition is very strong this year. And I think I was delighted to see that Everything Everywhere All at Once received 11 nominations. So that's been a really surprise big contender. All Quiet on the Western Front was a big contender. Elvis has eight nominations. The Fablemans has seven. Um, I don't think The Fablemans is going to do as well as expected. I think our greatest chance actually is Colin Farrell for Best Actor because at the moment, uh, the two frontrunners are Colin Farrell and also Brendan Fraser and Austin Butler. Um, but I think there's been a lot of buzz around Brendan Fraser, I think his marketing campaign has been very clever in terms of marketing as as the Renaissance kind of welcoming him back in the showbiz after a long break. I think Austin Butler he put in an incredible performance in Elvis, but he is a bit young, and often the Academy likes to reward more seasoned actors. Um, Colin hasn't been doing as much marketing, but I think what's going for him is that. The Banshees of Inisherin has been released everywhere. We haven't even seen the whale yet. hasn't been released over in Ireland and the UK. So there might be slightly less buzz around that. So I think Colin is in with a fighting chance. But among the other um, nominations, I mean, people like Brendan and Bar- Brendan Gleeson and Barry Cohen are nominated 35 years apart and they're nominated in the same category for Banshees. I'm sorry, could, could that actually work against them? That maybe people voting who like the movie could go one way or the other and that will dilute their numbers as against other candidates in that particular category. I don't think it doesn't necessarily go against that they're in the same film but I think what is going against them is that they're up against Kei Kwan who won the Golden Globe and again he is the child actor who people would know from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom he puts in a gorgeous performance in Everything Everywhere all at once and also the fact that he won the Golden Globes he gives such a gorgeous humble beautiful speech where he again kind of said that he was so grateful to be welcomed back into Hollywood and it was kind of a second chance because he'd been known as a child actor and here he is nominated for all these awards so I think he's actually the one to beat. So I don't think it that it, I don't think it's that Brendan and Barry are fighting against each other. I think they're fighting against a really, really popular actor who put in a really gorgeous performance. Okay, um, I, I want to play a little bit of Paul Meskel, who was on the Derbert and Dave show last November, talking about Aftersun, in which he spoke about playing a character based on the director Charlotte Wells' own father and working with a script with so little dialogue. Very early on uh, in conversations that I was having with Charlotte, we we. Uh, Charles just gives loads of room for the actor to play and discover and create and then guides you so wonderfully along through the process. So, yeah, there's, of course, responsibility with um, every character that you play, but I think um, I was in the safest of hands. I just remember the feeling of finishing the script and the feeling that I felt when I finished it was what I would hope an audience would get and kind of whether it's dialogue or silence, whatever the whatever gets you to that moment is the important um is the important part of it so I I was nervous obviously of the silence because there's less kind of acting crutches that you can lean on but yeah uh, it, it's just a kind of feeling that you're hoping to elicit on or, or, or generate for an audience That was Paul Meskel we, we've seen Barry Keoghan although is very young as well in many movies but what about this meteoric rise for Paul Meskel between that and a certain famous TV show adapted from a book <laughs> 
And also, I, I literally got an email today saying that God's Creatures is going to be coming out here in March and there's been huge buzz about his performance in that film. I mean, it has been such an incredible couple of years, like almost unbelievable for Paul Mescal to think that most people didn't know his name before normal people and now he's one of the youngest Oscar. Now, if he won, he would be the youngest Oscar winner in that category. Adrian Brody holds that record at the moment for being 30 when he won for The Pianist. Um, I don't think it's going to be his year, but like what an incredible few years. And because he signed up for God's Creatures, he's also been enlisted to play uh, in performing Richard Linklater's upcoming film, which is going to take place over 20 years. He now has a 20-year contract with Richard Linklater. So he has some really incredible projects on the pipeline. He's also doing incredible theatre work at the moment. So such a gorgeous day for him. So well-deserved. And I do think I'm wonderfully, delightfully surprised that he was nominated because I wasn't sure if enough people had seen After Sun, but it's such an incredibly emotive movie. And as he said it there, it's just emotionally complex and this subtlety and nuance he's able to bring to a character that is quite quiet and is quite internal is really, really remarkable. So absolutely delighted for him. Okay, well, beyond the nominations for the Banshees of Inishiran and After Sun that we've just heard about. Uh, on Colleen Kuhn, what an achievement to get Best International Film nomination, although it does seem to be up against, it's probably going to be an outsider compared to All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, but one of the first Irish language films to be nominated, like such a such an incredible achievement. And again, on Colleen Kuhn is one of those films that I think when it came out, of course, based on on the beautiful story by Claire, uh, Claire Keegan. But I think people thought, is this going to travel? And I think, again, the emotional complexity of that film, kind of the universal themes of family and love and connection, the beautiful child's view throughout that film. It was just so wonderful and is connected with so many audiences across um, film festivals worldwide. So absolutely delighted to see that nominated. It is an incredible achievement and again just marks a milestone for an Irish language film. So to be appreciated in that way is going to be incredible and it's going to be really exciting for, of course, for the director to see what opportunities this opens up for him, which is incredible. Tell us about An Irish Goodbye, which is the live action short film nominee. Really beautiful Northern Irish short film, which is nominated for live action short. It stars James Martin, who has Down syndrome. It's the story of two brothers. Really, really gorgeous. I don't think enough people have seen it. And so hopefully the nomination now will uh, tell people to go search it out. And hopefully there will be more screenings in local cinemas because a really, really beautiful, uh, moving short film that deserves to be seen. And again, it just shows how many Irish people are getting nominated this year, because as well as that, we have Richard Bainham, who was nominated for an Oscar for Best Visual Effects for his work on Avatar The Way of Water uh, Richard Bainham uh, from Bally, studying Ballyfermot he already won an Oscar for his work on the first Avatar movie in 2010 uh, they are up against Top Gun so we'll see how that goes um, and then we have Jonathan Redmond from Sandy Cove who was nominated for Best Editing for his work on Elvis so there's just we're throwing Oscar nominations at Irish people today and I couldn't be happier it's an absolute milestone record breaking day for Irish people at the but Oscars Now that trivia question I posed what were the two movies that had the most previously seven nominations each uh, both it's a tie for Belfast and In the Name of the Father do I get a prize now? No but unfortunately <laughs> as one person points out In the Name of the Father got seven nominations and no Oscars I know, yeah. So we have to all keep our fingers crossed that Colin walked away with it for Banshees. Uh, but I think we're also all keeping our fingers crossed for Jimmy Kimmel, who is now back presenting because they had a couple of years without a host. Uh, so he is a host for the Oscar ceremony on March 12th. I think we should keep our fingers crossed that nobody comes up and slaps him this year, just mainly because I don't want to go through all those conversations again. And another listener says, any nomination for Michael Flatley's Blackbird? 
No. A shocking snub. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ro McDermott, movies editor of Hot Press. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4 30. Today.